0: Get on your super gloves and clench your butt cheeks, because it's episode 158 of the Fanboy Podcast. I'm Brett Miro, and uh, we have so much shit to get through today. Holy moly, a big weekend just passed uh, with San Diego Comic-Con, and we have a lot of stuff to cover. A little heavier on the Marvel side, just before Warren, there was not much there for DC, but... Hey, we're going to make the best of it. I know I got my DC people out there like me. We love our DC stuff, but they were pretty quiet this past weekend. Um, Although, as we'll get into, there were a couple little things that popped out after San Diego Comic-Con that have some potentially huge implications. I don't know what's going on anymore. We live in a wild, wild timeline i don't i don't understand anymore so uh before we get going with all the san diego comic-con news uh we will start off with what is and forever will be what we've been watching and playing or since it's just me it's what brett's been watching and playing uh so i will uh piggyback on last week i uh dove a little more into that game stray which is you know uh the internet has affectionately dubbed the cat game uh you're a little cat you have a little robot companion, you get separated from your friends in the beginning and you end up in this weird, um, you know, I think it starts underground and you're moving upward, uh, in this like weird city, uh, like in the future, uh, that is completely inhabited by robot people. There are no humans left. You're basically one of the only organic, uh, creatures remaining in this world, at least as far as I've played so far, I'm probably like a I don't think it's that long. It's like five, six hours I've heard. I probably played like two-ish hours, maybe a little bit more. Uh, But basically what it is is uh – it's kind of an adventure game. I described it a little bit last week. And as I've gotten in a little bit more into it, now I've seen some more gameplay. Uh, You're talking to people, you're kind of solving puzzles in the environment. Uh, You are jumping, but it's not a platformer. Like you're basically just looking at different ledges. And if the X prompt comes on screen uh, on this case, I'm playing on PlayStation. So the X button uh, or the cross button, whatever people call it, it's supposed to be cross, not X. So weird. Uh, Yeah. If you didn't know that, you know it now. And now you have to suffer like me. Um, but you press that button, and that will just jump you to the ledge. So there's no, like, fine-tuning jumps. You're not going to have any, like, weird, like, accidental deaths. And so far, um, you know, there is uh, some kind of enemy type in there. I don't know if there are more, uh, but there is one type in there that, um, uh, you know, again, it- it's puzzly. Uh, You're not uh, – I do have, like, an ability now where I can kind of, like, zap these little creatures. But uh, it's got a very, very short window, and you overheat, and then you can't use it. So it is a lot of just kind of, like, finding ways to bottleneck these these many little like bug things they're called zerks or something chase you and you have to find ways to, ways to bottleneck them and maybe like you know kind of fool them uh so they're not coming after you and then you can get to like higher ground or a different section or different area so anyway i that's the best way i can explain it but you're moving around you get to do a bunch of cool cat stuff um <laughs> cool cat stuff yeah you get to like scratch your claws on things you can meow whenever you want there's a button to meow um contrary to what mario said when i first started talking about this game there is not a button that you hit to lick your asshole so that is not in the game it's only cute cat stuff so you can jump you can meow you can rub up against people's legs and you can scratch on doors and walls and on and on the rug you can do that thing eh, they did well the time. um and you can sleep because that's what cats do also you can just find spots to sleep and you talk to these weird robot people. Um, the aesthetic design of the world and of the characters is absolutely amazing. Uh, the all the animations for the cat are awesome. I love the world. The story is very intriguing. It's like some kind of sci-fi story. Um, you know, learning little bits as you go along that, like, you know, in this world, there used to be humans, but apparently, you know, something happened and they're not there anymore. But now these robots are like sentient, and they are they sort of imitate humans like they're doing human type things and it's almost like they revere them or just felt sorry that they went out so they like tried to replicate human behavior it's really interesting it's got it's got some cool stuff there's some neat little existential stuff going on as well uh so i am going to keep playing it it's called stray um i believe it's on playstation i think it might be on everything i could be lying um actually i think i'm lying i think it's on playstation and like pc maybe or maybe just PlayStation. I don't know. I'm not really helping you out here. But look for it. It's called Stray. It's uh, I think it was like 30 bucks, um, And it's awesome. It's really, really cool. If you do have the higher tier of PlayStation Plus, so not the base version. If you have like the extra, which is like one tier up. Not the top tier. But just like one tier up. So confusing. Uh, you do also get that game for free. Almost like a PS Plus game this month. Um, in addition to like the regular PS Plus games. So... Really exciting. Stray's really cool. Uh, still poking around in Tiny Tinas. Still poking around in Tales of Our um, Eyes. I've been off these past two weeks and I've just like, I, I can never be satiated. I'm all, all over the place. I'm playing a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of this. Um, also, I jumped back into God of War, playing that on a new game. Plus, I'm barely into it. I maybe played like an hour. Um, just got past like the Balder fight in the beginning of the game might be a little little ways past that. Uh, you know, really enjoying it because they did do an update for the game. Uh, for PlayStation 5, there was a patch and it gives it, you know, high performance mode. So I think a little crisper, a little clearer, um, 60 frames per second. And that game is a looker. Still absolutely gorgeous. I can't wait to see. Although the sequel, God of War Ragnarok, is releasing for PS4 and PS5. So I'm curious. Um, I mean, it's it. listen, it looks amazing. The first one looks amazing on PS5 with the little upgrade they did. So if it looks... as good as that that's fine but they are releasing it last gen so i wonder if that's going to hold it back at all i wonder if um the ps5ness of it will have a little more uh bells and whistles just because they were able to kind of like develop for this platform the other thing was just a little patch to utilize some more power in the ps5 this you know being that they were developing it for both systems i'm hoping there was a little more like i said some more bells and whistles for the playstation 5 owner you know obviously i'm sure it'll run at a better a better frame rate at the very least. But uh, awesome game, really cool game. I was like, yeah, this game's awesome. Uh, tricky to get back into the combat. I didn't really remember how to do anything. I was getting my butt kicked uh, very early on. But uh, yeah, I think I've kind of started to get my sea legs back. I don't know if I'm going to continue on with that for sure, but I did want to dip back into it a little bit uh, just to like remember and get that feel because I am super psyched for God of War Ragnarok. That's pretty much like the big... My, it's probably like my big fall game um, unless like Nintendo comes out with some like really crazy wild announcement that knocks my socks off. Uh, so that's what I've been playing. What I've been watching, uh, I'm just gonna go through one thing, and I finally saw everything, everywhere, all at once. And um, listen, if you've been on the internet, you've seen people probably gushing about it. I'm sure it's not for everybody. I'm sure not everybody liked it, but at least in my circle, everyone was like, "Oh my god, this movie's tremendous." Um, I went in. I really tried to check my expectations because I was like, I don't want to just give into the hype train and everything, but. Hey man, I watched it, and that is a—that's a really good movie. That is a really good movie. It might be one of my favorite movies of all time. That I mean, it's incredible. It's not just a good movie; it's incredible. Uh, the acting across the board is tremendous. Uh, all the different genres and like just everything this movie is and what is contained in it is absolutely out of this world. I mean, it's a sci-fi movie mixed with like a martial arts kung fu movie, um, mixed with a tale about a parent's love for their child, mixed with a tale about uh, depression, mixed with a tale, I I, I believe, about um, expectations and just life and enjoying maybe the quiet, simple moments and, you know, maybe like not taking people for granted and, Just being kind and loving one another. It was like I can't believe all of that was in this one movie. Um, There were two times where I was totally tearing and crying a little bit. It hit me in the feels. It wowed me. Uh, There's just amazing fight choreography, the visuals in the film. I mean, give this give this movie all the awards. It really it really deserves it. There's there's really nothing like it, Um, you know. And wow, just just what what a movie. If you haven't seen it, like you need to, you need to see this movie. It was, it was absolutely tremendous. It was such a fun ride and I can't believe how emotional and deep it was able to be uh, while also being this like absolute spectacle and just fun, fun movie. Um, Really, really fun movie. So that was, that was tremendous. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Um, It's about life. (laughs) I guess it's about life. There's just so much crap coming at us all the time. And um, you know, I think also I should even say it's about like discovering your true potential and like never giving up. Like that's literally like it had such an amazing, powerful message. And I think there's like something in it for everybody. Um, You know, I described it to my fiance saying, I want to see this. I want to see this movie. I want to see this movie. She was away. So and uh, I don't think she was like that interested in it. And uh, I ended up watching it. And I told her all about it after. And she was like, okay, now I want to see it now. She's like, no, I feel like I missed out on something. So maybe I overhyped it. But hey, man, I'm on the hype train. All aboard. Choo-choo. All aboard on the hype train, man. I'm there. I'm riding the train. It was it was a tremendous movie. So yeah, go go drop everything you're doing. Go see everything everywhere all at once. Just a beautiful, awesome, fun movie. We need fun, cool movies that are original. This is one of them. If you are one of those people that is like, oh no, it's the death of cinema. The only thing that comes out anymore is Marvel and superhero flicks. Like, maybe this is like adjacent just because it's a little sci fi and stuff like that. But I mean, like, you need to go spend money on this. You need to see it in the theater. You need to buy it on DVD or Blu ray. They still make regular DVDs anymore. Or is it just Blu ray? I don't even know. I haven't bought one in ages. Um, you know buy it on streaming or rent it i don't know however you can find a way for this film to make money and support stuff like this do it because it's it's just an absolutely tremendous film so that's uh everything you've been watching and playing now for our superman on film update um this week so Basically, it's not so much an update as it is a confirmation or a not confirmation of something we discussed last week. And there were there were these hot rumors, right? San Diego Comic-Con, Henry Cavill is going to show up. They're going to announce some Superman stuff. And San Diego Comic-Con has come and gone. And uh, unfortunately, Henry Cavill did not show up and there was nothing about Superman there. So that's our update. That was uh, and I mentioned this. I believe I tried to temper my own expectations on everyone else. I said this could just be there's san diego comic-con coming up there's some dc stuff to talk about you know everyone's just like henry Cavill is showing up they're just like everyone's just getting they're hopping on the hype train right they're all way on the hype train too and they can't the hype train doesn't stop for anybody so once you get on it's really hard to get off so i think people just hopped on there and we're just like oh, oh you know the, the the planets are aligning so this has to happen and uh, it did not it did not and funnily enough um the Rock was asked if uh him and Superman were going to show down, uh have a showdown and he said depends on who's playing him and apparently the audience like booed and everything like that and uh I'm sure that's I'm sure that's fun. But yeah, like we we don't know. We don't know what's going on. Um it's also even made more interesting by some other news we'll talk about. That actually came out post San Diego Comic-Con, but since I've had a couple of days before I recorded this, we got some extra little news and whatever. You'll see I'll, 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 it'll all become clear. Uh, so that's our Superman on film update for the 29th. Uh, so, yeah, basically, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I didn't make as many little, uh, you know, lower third banners uh, this week because there's just so much crap. I've been making banners forever. So, we're just going to start off with DC at San Diego Comic Con 2022. And like I said, there, there really wasn't much. Uh, there really was not much from Warner Brothers um, regarding DC properties. So, Basically we got a uh, a new Black Adam trailer. Um there was some footage that is online now but there's some footage that was only seen and then reported on uh, at Comic-Con. Um polygon by the way i don't work for them they're not giving me money but polygon has a really nice breakdown of all the san diego comic-con footage i'm sure a million sites do and a million other thing uh you know uh outlets have it also but i just particularly like the way they write their stories up and the way they organize them it's just easier for me so i'm using polygon uh so yeah we got a new trailer uh for black adam you know the the same kind of like anti-hero shtick um we saw a little more of the justice society specifically see some hawkman And we saw one or two other characters, but like in very brief glimpses, you know, um, Pierce Brosnan's Dr. Fate. Uh, But apparently at Comic-Con, people also saw um, a little shot of who may be the villain in the film. And, uh, you know, eagle-eyed watchers believe it is Sabak, who is like a big red-horned demon man uh, demon man or demon monster. Um, so that seems to be who the the main villain is. Um, although black Adam, you might've thought he was the villain of his own movie. And it seems like he kind of is maybe, but he's also got to beat up this weird demon guy because we got to kind of root for him a little bit, right? We can't just hate everybody. So that's uh, basically what happened. I, I think I also I don't know if it's in this write up. but I did read another write up that also there was a shot of Viola Davis as Amanda Waller in like some of the footage uh, that was at Comic Con. But yeah, there wasn't like too much reveal. There was just more voiceover, uh, you know, The Rock talking about how Black Adam had it real rough and now he's he's a mean guy and the world needed a hero and they got him. Uh, you know, so we kind of kind of heard that already. So they, they, that was really it. It wasn't anything like that wild. Um, out of out of uh you know for the black adam and we'll we'll be seeing that movie october 21st so it's coming out uh very very soon before you know it uh so that and then uh the other um detail uh not detail but the other topic that warner brothers actually bothered to cover while they were there is uh shazam 2 we got another shazam fury of the gods trailer Uh, This time we got to see uh, Rachel Ziegler who's from West Side Story. She's playing some character with glowing hands. Uh, I don't think we know who she is yet. Um, And then we also saw – oh, actually, I'm looking here. She's actually one of the daughters of Atlas. Um, So she's connected to Helen Mirren and Lucy Liu. so we saw some Helen Mirren in the trailer. Um, we got some little, some little goops and wide cra- eyes cracks. We got to see all the uh, updated new suits for everybody, uh, you know, the Shazam family. Uh, but again, that was really it. I don't have anything like that wild. Um, I don't have anything that wild to really, to really throw in here. There was nothing like really massive uh, revealed uh, regarding this film. Um, it still looks like it's going to be a fun movie. I, I am looking forward to seeing it. I, if I'm not mistaken, we're not getting this bad boy until um, uh, twenty oh, December. So it actually got bumped. It got bumped up. Uh, so December 21st, we will see that. Um, so we got Black Adam. Then we got Shazam. Um, and then we have – so then this is the news that came out after San Diego Comic-Con. It's weird that they didn't have this there. Um That would have been like a cool announcement there, but it just happened on Instagram because Jason Momoa put out an Instagram and it was a picture of him and Ben Affleck on set for Aquaman to Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. And uh, Ben Affleck was in his all black suit looking very Bruce Wayne. Um, So, yeah, so apparently the big reveal is that uh, Bruce Wayne will be in Aquaman and the Lost King, Ben Affleck's Bruce Wayne or Batman. So we don't have confirmation if he's going to appear as Batman. Maybe it's just a quick little scene as Bruce Wayne himself, but previously we only thought he was coming back for the Flash. Now he's going to make us a, a little cameo in Aquaman. I'm sure it's not a big part. You know, uh, I would imagine that Cause it's just so weird. Ben Affleck said he was like done with this. Sh- he's like, I'm done with this shit. And then he's like still popping up and stuff. And and like new announcements too. Like not even like the flash we knew just for a while. Like th- then we figured that's it. And now it's like, he's popping up. So now I'm like, you know, I went on a rant last week. I was like, fucking just get over the the, the the Zack Snyder stuff already. Or, or at least that era, you know, aside from the characters moving on, but now this is happening. So now it's like, it, it is dude. It's never say never. It's really crazy. Um, I mean, I don't, particularly think this necessarily means we're getting some continuation of the Snyderverse. I think maybe, you know, as far as, you know, maybe he's just tight with Momoa and they were like, Hey, can we have you come in for like a day and shoot a scene? Like, I wonder if he was there. Like, I'm sure he didn't come in and shoot for months or weeks. He probably came in for a few days, shot a few scenes. Maybe it'll just be some kind of like, um, little through line or connection to the flash or something. It also stirs up in me some thoughts that maybe stuff with the flash in behind the scenes there is some i mean we know there's turmoil there's all this like weird drama around it because of ezra miller and and some of the trouble they've gotten into but uh i wonder if like maybe there maybe there's something gonna happen with that movie so they're like hey maybe we get ben affleck to show up in this one instead i don't know um you know that's all total speculation i don't know anything um but it, it just it's it's super interesting um to see this and have this announcement and like like what now he's coming back so like yeah now is he gonna show up in more projects like are, are things back on the table is he feeling better and he's like hey you know what yeah i'll still continue my little tale um again i'm not reading too much into it um i, I personally don't i think there's probably like a, a decent like you know a good reason for it or just like you know like, and he was available and let's get a fun little easter egg in here so we'll, we'll see what happens but um yeah, but also again, so now I wanted we're gonna circle back. I said we're gonna make this circle whole. Uh the way I wanted this to connect to what I was saying before is, you know, Cavill didn't show up. Black uh, Black Adam, <laughs> The Rock, who was playing Black Adam, Dwayne Johnson, said, you know, it depends who's playing Superman. Now we're seeing that Ben Affleck is coming back for Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. So now I'm like, maybe they will bring Cavill back. Maybe, maybe they're gonna do something. I don't know. Again, I don't think Snyder's coming back, but like maybe they will do something with these characters still, or keep this universe a little alive, a little longer than we thought. Um, I don't know. Like really at this point, like anything can happen. Anything can happen. It's like really, really nuts. Like I, I never thought I would be sitting here (laughs) telling you this stuff and, and talking about this again. So, um, yeah, guys, that's pretty much, uh, the DC stuff though. Uh, there again, it was just not a big showing now. On the other side of the the aisle was Marvel and Marvel came with, you know, a ton of stuff. They came out swinging. They really, they came in there to drop some, drop some info. Um, so, uh, I guess I'll start, I'm like figuring out how to organize this information. Uh, um, I think the easiest way for me to do that, I'm going to go through uh, the official uh, – so that was like, that was what was revealed. They revealed the official slate for Marvel's Phase 5 and Phase 6. So now we know all the big movies and TV shows that are coming out in Phase 5 and Phase 6 um, for Marvel. Um, so Disney Plus stuff and stuff in the films. So I guess I'll just start off with each one. I'll go down this list and then I'll jump to any of the articles that, cause there were like little tidbits also released for the stuff, new trailers and whatnot. So, uh, phase five. So here's how phase five is shaping up. February 17th, 2023. We're getting Ant-Man and the Wasp quantum mania. So, uh, director Peyton Reed's coming back. Uh, the cast's coming back. Paul Rudd, Evangeline Lilly, Michael Douglas, and Michelle Pfeiffer. um, We also will have a, uh, it looks like a new actress playing Cassie Lang, Scott's daughter, because also remember he was gone during the blip. So she's like grown up now. She's like a teenager pretty much. Um, And we are going to be getting uh, Kang the Conqueror, Uh, not the one from Loki, not the he who remains, but some other variation of Kang the Conqueror. I don't know if it's the Kang the Conqueror or just like one of the possible Kang the Conquerors because there's like an infinite number of them in the multiverse. Um, also apparently Bill Murray is going to be in this movie I don't think we know what he's doing yet but Bill Murray is going to be in it and uh, hey put Bill Murray in anything I'm happy about it I want to see Bill Murray Um, so yeah so now uh, that's what we're expecting so we're going to see Jonathan Majors reprise his role um, as Kang so this will be the first time we see him since Loki Um, and I imagine he might show up possibly in season 2 of Loki and might be weaving in through a lot of other stuff Um, we know there's a big future for him as we'll get to. Um, so yeah, so that's what we got announced that start of phase five. Then on Disney plus. So we just have a big spring 2023. We will be getting secret invasion, uh, which is going to be Nick Fury, Samuel L. Jackson and Talos, um, who is played by Ben Mendelsohn. Um, and it's going to be a conspiracy thriller, uh, covering the scrolls. The scrolls have infiltrated earth at the highest levels, as they say. Um, some some little notes here kobe smolders is coming back as uh, maria hill she described the show as a guessing game between humans and Skrull. uh so yeah really cool it's going to be like a weird thriller who's who we don't know if you're a scroll or a real person uh that could you know have have some uh, potential it's written by kyle bradstreet who is a writer on mr robot um, and that was a. I've only seen a couple episodes of that show, but I know people are really into it, and I enjoyed what I did watch. Um, it was pretty cool. So it seems like he's the right guy because there was a lot of like weird stuff in that. If I remember correctly, like is it happening? Is it really happening? Is it in his head? There was like a whole thing on that, and I remember from what I saw being done very well. I don't know if it collapsed, you know, later on in the seasons, but it was good. May fifth, twenty twenty three. We're getting Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Um, there was a trailer shown. So people did get to finally see Will Poulter's Adam Warlock um, and apparently a baby rocket raccoon. Um, we also got a couple other details. We did get a reveal um, that the villain is going to be the High Evolutionary. Um, he is played by the gentleman who was the head of like Peacemaker's task force. And then we found out he was like a butterfly alien, too. I forgot his name. And honestly, if I remember correctly, I'm going to probably butcher it if I say it, but he's playing the high evolutionary. And uh, apparently this movie is going to focus very uh, much on Rocket. It's going to be – he's going to be, kind of be the backbone of this and it's going to delve into his backstory. And um, we've you know got confirmed from James Gunn as well in some interviews that the high evolutionary has a huge part to do with that. So he might have been the guy experimenting and pulling apart Rocket over and over again. And uh, turning him into a crazy, a crazy Italian Bradley Cooper. Um, <laughs> then moving on, uh, I'm, I'm I'm excited for that movie. The second one was not as good as Guardians one for me, but it was still fun. And I just I do like James Gunn style. Um, I, I I still enjoy it. So I think you know, I mean, he's coming off off of Peacemaker and Suicide Squad. So, and I, I feel like those were like really, really strong efforts from him. So that could really put this movie uh, on top, but it definitely seems like there's a lot going on, a lot of moving parts, um, but he can handle it. He, he's pretty good with ensembles. Uh, summer 2023, Disney plus we're getting Echo, uh, spin-off series um, from Hawkeye. Uh, this is, uh, I'm going to hopefully say it right. A Al- lot, Cox, uh, she's playing Maya Lopez, uh, Echo character from the comics. Um, we're also going to be getting Vincent D'Onofrio returning as Kingpin and Charlie Cox will be returning as Daredevil uh, in this series uh, as well. So that's exciting. We're getting, uh, you know, we had D'Onofrio and uh, spoilers for Hawkeye, D'Onofrio shows up as Kingpin. Um, so uh, we knew he was kind of back, but now we're getting a confirmation that Charlie Cox is back after seeing him in a small little cameo in No Way Home. Uh, very cool so we'll be getting to see him there summer 2023 we're also getting Loki season two like I said uh, I don't think we know much else about it it's gonna continue there was a lot of there was a lot of big repercussions at the end of Loki season one he basically created the multiverse by uh well Sil- Sylvie Sylvie uh, the the female Loki uh you know killed he who remains and that made some crazy stuff happen uh July 28th 2023 the Marvels. So this is going to be uh, Kamala Khan and Carol Danvers. Um, And also, I think uh, I'm going to mess it up. I think I said it last week, and I'm going to forget it. But I think it's like, what's her name? Photon or something? Uh, Monica Rambeau's daughter. She got powers in WandaVision. I think she's going to be in this too, if I'm not mistaken. So we got a bunch of Marvels. Uh, This one's actually pretty cool. I know people are pumped for this one. November 3rd, 2023, we are getting Blade. That's right. We knew about this uh, announced, but we have a a release date now, November 3rd, 2023. We're getting a Blade reboot. Mahershala Ali, amazing actor to play the half vampire Um, sounds. uh, I mean, just that alone. I'm excited. I think it's going to be great. Uh, So we have that to look forward to. Fall 2023, not exact date. We're getting, excuse me, Ironheart. Um, Riri Williams, she's a young engineering student she makes her own like Iron Man suit, basically, and she kind of becomes the spiritual success- successor uh, to Iron Man. Um, and it looks like they will be bringing that to the big screen. Um, well, I should say to so the small screen, that's coming to Disney+. Plus. But um, we do also know, and I'm jumping ahead a little bit, uh, she will be appearing in Black Panther 2, Wakanda Forever. Um, that'll be her intro and then spun off into the Disney Plus series. Um, winter 2023, we are getting Agatha... Coven of chaos. Last time we saw Agatha and at the end of WandaVision, she was like sucked into like a, like a bad dimension or something like that. But apparently we are getting a series, uh, following Catherine Hans, Agatha Harkness from that. Um, we don't know if it's going to be a sequel and take place, uh, after WandaVision or it'll be a prequel showing like how she got up to there. Um, I'm curious, uh, what, um how they will will do that if they will do like some cool funky thing like they did with WandaVision with or they're gonna like um and she was also like a little more like uh fourth wall breaking um in that her character so I'm curious if like they will keep some kind of fun because Katherine Holland's a fun uh comedic actress so you should have a little fun with it um I personally am not like I'm not I don't think I was asking for that. I don't know necessarily who was. I thought it was she was a fun character, don't get me wrong. I liked her inclusion in WandaVision, but I was like, oh, a series? All right, cool. But um, yeah, maybe they came up with a good idea. Uh, moving beyond that, spring 2024, Daredevil Born Again. So, yes, Charlie Cox is back. We mentioned he is showing up in Echo. And uh we will also be mentioning um well, I guess I could just do it now. Uh, She-Hulk got a new trailer also. We know that series is coming out. And apparently Charlie Cox, uh, Daredevil um, – no, oh, I, not apparently. I saw the trailer and there's a shot at the end, uh, only like a, a quick little bod shot of a new updated suit. But we do see Daredevil will be showing up in the She-Hulk series. So he's going to be there. And then, yes, we are getting Daredevil Born Again, a new Disney Plus series series. Um, Uh, you know, for our Daredevil, Charlie Cox. Um, And of course, Vincent D'Onofrio will will be returning as the Kingpin in that as well. So, um, you know, no, no, uh, I think, you know, I might've incorrectly spoken last week too. I think I said D'Onofrio had claimed that it's not the same Kingpin as in the Netflix series. But I think now I've read that it is the same Kingpin in the the Netflix Netflix series. So I would imagine that this is then the same Daredevil from the Netflix series. So they're going to carry that over um might as well i mean the series were good enough i don't think they conflict with anything in you know uh like the current mcu so uh yeah it looks like we're getting a continuation and i'm excited because that show was really good may 3rd 2024 captain america new world order uh this will be sam wilson um uh, uh uh anthony mackie donning uh you know the Captain America suit and his cool wings and his cool shield. Um obviously after Falcon and the Winter Soldier, he took on the mantle. Um so yeah, he's going to be um he's going to be in this uh and it's going to be his first starring movie as Captain America. Awesome. Uh July 26, 2024, we're getting Thunderbolts. Uh in a nutshell, it's like a bunch of reformed supervillains um some people will, like, loosely uh, make them an analog to the Suicide Squad in D.C. Thunderbolt's like a bunch of villains that team up and do heroic acts. Um, so it uh, looks like we'll probably get Daniel Bruhl back as Baron Zemo. Uh, he did show up in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So um, it'll be cool. Uh, should be interesting to see how that goes. And that's, that's going to be, uh, from what I understand, I think a movie, not a series. Um, yeah, it's going to be a movie. So we will have the Thunderbolts coming. So that's phase five, folks. That's all the phase five stuff. So that carries us into 2024. Phase six now starts November 8th, 2024, where we finally got a date for the Fantastic Four movie. Um, we still do not have a director or cast yet. Um, uh, unless, you know, what the little cameo of John Krasinski as Reed Richards in uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Unless that was a sign of things to come. We don't have a cast yet or any casting and we have no director, but, uh, November 8th, 2024. So it looks like honestly, at this point, I don't think we hear anything about fantastic four until 2023, like, like real casting, real directors announcements, or at the very end of this year. Uh, then May 2nd, 2025. So we're in 2025 already. We're already like two and a half years ahead. Uh, we will be getting the first part of a two part Avengers, uh, team up, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, capping of the saga. I think Kevin uh, Feige recently came out and like called it like it's it's not just going to be a team up movie. It's like to cap off the end of the saga. So this is basically the Infinity War and Endgame for phase for this you know uh, era of uh, of MCU movies. So we're getting the Kang Dynasty May second twenty twenty five Avengers the Kang Dynasty uh, followed six months later by Avengers secret wars on november 7th 2025 um we also commented on something the russo brothers said that they were really interested in doing secret wars at marvel i think since then uh some news has come out that the russo brothers will not be directing either the kang dynasty or secret wars i don't believe we have a director for secret wars yet but for kang dynasty we're getting um i'm gonna forget his name i'm forgetting his name is not in front of me but it's the director from shang chi and the ten rings um he will be directing the kang dynasty the first part and then we will get a secret wars um for the second part so this is looking to be absolutely insane um old characters could come back that have since passed away or actors that have left um we could get some more um you know uh characters show up from other you know versions of franchises a la how we got toby Maguire and andrew Garfield in uh Spider-Man No Way Home, um how we got, you know, those cool cameos in uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse. Uh who, yeah, this is crazy. Uh so those for those that don't know too, Secret Wars is basically like a big um it's a big like they whatever, like all the Marvel guys got to fight. They got to team up and fight for the amusement of the Beyonder and all that fun stuff. So uh yeah, that this could be that could, that really could be something special. Um yeah, and like I think it's probably it, this is going to be bigger than Endgame. I mean, I don't, uh, you have to top Infinity War and Endgame. So I don't know. And like, think of any characters around that. And obviously we'll have some different ones, but that that is going to be absolutely uh, just nuts. So that's going to that's gonna wrap everything up. So that's at the end of 2025. And then we'll see what happens from there. Um, I wonder in three years if all these films and stuff will still be as healthy uh, as they are now. I have a feeling they probably will. <laughs> I think people are just invested at this point. Um, so that is like, all the stuff Marvel announced—that's, I mean, that, that's that's the big slate. So that's like all the major announcements. Um, so that is insane. <laughs> like now, um, if I can go in, if I may, if I may, uh, go a little more in detail on some some other um, uh, announcements or or some things we've known about. Um, so yeah, so uh, one thing I'll jump into is Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania. All right, so uh, like we said, Kang the Conqueror is going to be the main villain in this. Um, And apparently Scott Lang is, uh, he's writing a book. I don't think he's too active at this point, um, you know, as Ant-Man. But we did get a report that came out uh, that there's going to be another villain in Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. And uh, we found out that it is MODOK. Is it Mental Organism Designed Only for Killing? Yeah, I think that's what it is. Uh, So yeah, MODOK is also going to be showing up in this film. So it looks like Ant-Man and the Wasp will have their hands full with Kang and MODOK uh, when this movie comes out, um, whenever I said it does. When this movie comes out, wherever I said it does. It comes out in 2023 or something, right? That sounds good. Um, So yeah. That's 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 a pretty cool thing. We're getting MODOK. MODOK's been showing up lately. We had him in the uh, – they had that like stop motion animation MODOK series on Hulu, which I watched a few episodes. It was very funny. I think it might have got canceled if I'm not mistaken. But it was pretty good and it's uh, Patton Oswalt. Um, also in the Avengers video game, uh, you know, rest in peace. I mean it's not dead yet, but I mean like that game just really came out. And, pfft, it was a big stinker. I'm sure people are – there are some people that are heavily invested in it and really liked it. But that game just like really lost me real quick. Uh, but MODOK was the main villain in the story um, in that game. So, uh, yeah, looks like MODOK's really – he's about to get his uh, – on his on the big screen debut, and that's pretty cool. Uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever. We got a new trailer. Folks, that was a really good trailer. Um, it gave me the feels that it looks phenomenal. Um, it just looks beautiful. And uh, we got our – First look here and reveal that likely, we don't know if he's the main villain because he's typically like an anti-hero, kind of like a Black Adam. Sometimes he's a hero, sometimes he's a bad guy. Uh, but we got a reveal of N- Namor. Namor? Namor? Namor. I think it's Namor. Namor, the Sub-Mariner, Um, uh, looks to be the big bad. Potentially for Wakanda forever, um, which is cool. I know a lot of people are pumped out there. He's a pretty popular character. And interestingly enough, Namor is – I'm going to use the M word. Uh, Namor is actually a mutant. I think he's considered, if I'm not mistaken, like the first mutant. Um, so, And we did get the mutation uh, M word drop at the end of uh, Miss Marvel. On Disney Plus. So it looks like we are about, we're gonna, we have to start seeing some more X Men shit soon. Uh, we got Professor X in the uh, Multiverse of Madness, the 97 version. We have the X Men 97 uh, animated series, uh, you know, coming out, this like reboot of that old series. So yeah, it looks like we are closer than ever to seeing mutants in the MCU. Um, so I wonder if they will start using the M word as far as when we get into Wakanda Forever, if they start using uh, mutant, throwing mutant around. Um, or they're just going to focus on Namor. Um, interestingly enough, I, I, from what I understand, uh, they are changing um, where he rules. So in the comics, he's the king of Atlantis. But I think that's too close to Aquaman and uh, all of his Atlantis stuff. So from what I understand, I don't have it in front of me. But it's something with a T. They're going to be calling the, the kingdom that he rules over like Talact or something. It was something with like a T and an L. Talak. Talcon. Or something like that. So that, I don't know if that's to make people angry. It's, I mean, it's still an underwater kingdom, but they're not going to call it Atlantis, I guess just to separate him. But uh, uh Tanakh Huerta uh, will be the actor portraying uh, uh, Namor, Namor, Namor. Um, so if I say it all the ways, no one can get mad. Uh, and, I, and like I mentioned earlier, we will be getting the debut of Ironheart, Riri Williams. Um, she will be also showing up in this film. Uh, this film also has to like, I guess, address... Chadwick Boseman, you know, missing and not being, um, not being, uh, Black Panther anymore. Obviously in real life, we, we lost him, uh, sadly, like way too young. Um, and he was like a tremendous presence. So, uh, got, I mean, listen, the film's got some incredible actors, um, and an incredible cast. So I don't think, um, you know, but you know, they just, they have some big shoes to fill. Um, in the trailer, we do see someone at the end in the Black Panther suit, we don't know who it is. Um, you know, people are saying it's it's uh, Winston Duke, um, who played. Um, uh, do I have it in front of me right here? Uh, blah, 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 blah. I say the thing. I, I say things last week, and then and then I forget them, even though last week I knew. Um, you know, though he, he's the like the other tribe um, that was like you know trying to beat up <laughs> T'Challa um so he is it him is he taking the mantle um most people think it's letitia right um there's been wild speculation on the internet everyone just like examining the butt of the character being like letitia Wright's too skinny there's no way that's her butt and that she's filling out the suit um really ridiculous and um they're all like examining no that butt's too big it's gotta be Winston Duke it's just, it's kind of hysterical um that they're looking at the at the body type uh but yeah we um and I think also some toys have come out, if I'm not mistaken, that show uh, Shuri um, in the Black Panther suit, like with her, you know, non-helmeted face in the suit. So um, it seems like that's probably what's going to happen. And that's what happens in the comics. So it seems like staying in line with that is the best thing to do. Um, uh, M'Baku, I found it. It's in the article. OK, sorry. Winston Duke plays M'Baku. So that's the thing now. Is it Shuri? Is it M'Baku? Or is it Nakia, which is played out by Lupita Nyong'o? Um, that seems to be, everyone's kind of arguing and and we just don't know. Um, so, uh, I don't know. It was, I guess that it was, I thought it was a really exciting trailer. We're getting that November 11th this year. That's coming out this year, three months away, November 11th. We're going to get Wakanda forever. Um, yeah, I I mean, I, I have no doubt this movie is going to be epic based on that trailer. It was a really well done trailer, but just curious how they're going to handle everything. Um, you know, it's, it's a really tricky thing. Um, and we do see a shot of Chadwick Boseman's face on like a billboard in Wakanda in the trailer. And, um, yeah, Angela Bassett looks like she has like a much more expanded role in this. Um, some people were saying that'd be a really cool if his mom takes on the mantle and it's like a real, it's a real, uh, throws you for a loop kind of subvert your expectations. I'd actually be down for that. I think that's really cool. Uh, so yeah, so that, um, you know, they're not recasting the role, so. Uh, that's, it looks like they're going to just, uh, name the successor in this film. And, uh, yeah, th- this one got really exciting. That whole, the whole Namor, the Subra- Submariner thing, uh, really dope. Didn't know that was going to happen. Um, da, 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 da. there's nothing really here that I want to talk about with that. Boo-boo. And I talked about this already and we talked about that already. Okay. So that, yeah, that's pretty much like the big Marvel stuff at San Diego Comic-Con uh that got announced. Now, um there are um a few listener questions from Eugene Tan. Eugene uh went crazy and just he just sent us he sent us like I don't know, like six or seven questions. Um so some of them I will address really quick now since we're still kind of on the Marvel topic and some of them were kind of related to some of these announcements. Um, so first one I'll go either here, here. Um, yeah. It's basically uh, a kind of like paraphrase. Uh, what are the chances of Andrew Garfield, Spider-Man, Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man, Michael Fassbender's Magneto, James McAvoy's Professor X and the rest of the cast in the early Marvel movies coming back in Avengers Secret Wars? Um, you know, considering that it's uh, you know, that's going to wrap up the multiverse saga. Um, I would say, um, never say never and pretty good. I mean, Andrew Garfield came back. Um, I did talk some weeks ago that, uh, he looks like he's taking a step back from acting for a little while, but this is a couple of years off. So I'm sure like if the, if the pay's right and he feels so inclined, maybe he'll, he'll come back again. Uh, Tobey Maguire might be still very open to the idea. Um, it looks like they all had a great experience doing No Way Home. Uh, Fassbender's Magneto, McAvoy's Professor X. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think there's potential for all this stuff. We could start. Who knows if Hugh Hugh Jackman could come back as Wolverine? Um, Deadpool uh, may get thrust into, in, you know, into all this mix. Um, you know what I mean? Uh, they're going to be doing a Deadpool three that wasn't in the Phase Five or Phase Six stuff. Maybe Deadpool will exist outside of the main phases, but still kind of interconnect. Um, or maybe they're just figuring stuff out, and that'll be like something they interject in between. Who knows? I mean, yeah, the, it really. Any of these actors could come back. I'm sure if the paycheck's big enough and they want to do it. <laughs> so Eugene, um, I'd say chances are good of some really really cool appearances and cameos uh, from past actors, or just you know even maybe some like new random new castings and have variants of people. Um, it, we don't know how big this movie is going to be. I mean, I mean, like I said before, I mean, I guess it's got to go past Endgame and Infinity War, so it's going to be pretty fucking big. Um, so that, yeah, that, that's going to be a wild thing uh, to see develop and happen. Um, you know, and see like what the Avengers team even is by then. Uh, what, what characters are in it. I mean, I guess we kind of know it. Looks like it'll probably be the Marvels. Um, I'm sure whoever the new Black Panther is, Iron Heart, Captain America, Ant Man and the Wasp, uh, Spider Man. Um, who knows? I did see another article that Kevin uh, Feige uh, said that Spider Man and Daredevil were going to kind of be leading the street level. Team, so maybe spidey is not going to be really mixed up in this crazy stuff anymore um although he is very important into the secret wars and that is how we get the whole venom symbiote um and we know that the venom the venom juice is lurking around in the mcu somewhere uh you know from the the little um no way home uh teaser at the end so uh yeah we'll 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 see what we'll see what happens there um anything's possible anything's possible with enough money (laughs) um what else we got here? Uh, yeah, another question from Eugene. Who would uh, I like to see come on board to direct the fourth installment of Tom Holland's Spider-Man movie series? Um, he gave us a couple of choices. I he says, he says uh, personally, my choices are Chad Stahelski, uh, David Leitch, Leitch Leitch Leitch, um, Antoine Fuqua um James Wan and John Favreau I really like the John Favreau thing I, I think he's kind of preoccupied with spider uh Spider-Man Star Wars now but you know being that he directed Iron Man 1 and Iron Man 2 then he kind of like you know he's I think he's been producer and I'm sure he's like uh his brain's been picked uh as far as like you know his opinions on stuff and and helping organize some of the MCU uh he was super integral to the beginning of that um that would be cool to see him come back and then get like just like a real grounded Spider-Man movie from him without all uh, uh space and a million other characters and other dimensions, uh, because, uh, at the end of no way home, we kind of left him off at like the, the, the peer Parker loner. No one knows who he is. Um, you know, loner Spider-Man by himself in the city, you know? So, uh, that would really be cool to have like a more ground level, uh, Spider-Man. We really pull it back and do something a little, a little deeper, a little more character heavy. Uh, anything else? Uh, Yeah, he also asked. uh, I should go, this is a a DC thing, so we'll kind of step away from Marvel for a second. Uh, With the recent news of Ben Affleck's Batman coming back in Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Could this leave the door open for Ben Affleck to come back for more DC movies? Can we finally get the Batman versus Deathstroke movie? Like I said, I think this is just a cute little Easter egg. It's definitely, I feel like they're using him just to kind of like tie something else together before they kind of blow this shit apart and like rearrange everything with the Flash movie, which again is, that's what we're all predicting the Flash movie is meant to kind of reset things. Um, so I think this just might be one more cute little appearance for him. Um, I would love that Batman versus Deathstroke movie, but I, I, I don't think that, but at the same time, never say never, you know, cause I didn't think he was going to come back for this. I don't know. It's, it's, it's crazy. We live in a, again, we live in the wildest timeline, um, as far as this stuff. Um, so yeah, it could leave the door open. It might not. I'm not going to read too much into it so I don't get let down. And if it does happen, I'll be, I'll be pumped. I'll be pleasantly surprised. That's the best way to live your life. Just, you know. Oh isn't that like Mary Jane's quote at the end of No Way Home it's like don't ne- never never have e- expectations cuz then you'll never be disappointed but it's kind of true especially with this shit with Hollywood and just these films and this all this stuff as fans we get so Ugh! and like attached to it and it's easy to like you know, I think that's why you see so many people having meltdowns and sometimes being like a nightmare on the internet and being like really shitty because like, we're just like, we're always like, ah oh, we love these characters so much. And we're so invested. And then you just feel, you take it personal when things don't happen the way you want or that match your own headcanon. Cause as nerds, we like fantasize about this stuff all day. And like, how would I make my perfect thing? Or what do I want to see from these characters? It's so easy to do that. And sometimes you just got to take a step back, breathe in, do a little wusa and, and just, you know, just roll with the punches. Um, let me get through a couple more of these too. Um, will the nightmare scene from Batman vs Superman come back in uh, any future DC movies? Will we ever will we see it coming back in Justice League 2? Again, Eugene, um, I don't think Zack Snyder's coming back. Um, that's not to say they won't continue uh, with some of these characters and some of the groundwork he laid, especially again coming off that Ben Affleck news. But I don't see that, and honestly. For me, the whole nightmare scene was like the least cool or least intriguing thing to me about um, Zack Snyder's plans for his Justice League, like five movie epic. Um, None of that stuff really, like. like, they, listen, there was parts of it that were cool, but, like, I was never, like, just a little, like, the nightmare scenes we got were, like, good enough for me. I'm not really interested in seeing this expanded out. That's me. I know I might be in the minority. I might be in the majority. I don't know. I know uh, there are a ton of fans out there that would like to see this explored. And, and I know people that want, you know, to see Zach's original ideas pan out. I don't know if it's going to go that far. Um, and uh, even if it did, I don't think we would get the nightmare scene. I just, I don't know. That's my opinion. That's just my two cents. Um, One other uh, question he had, um, and he has a few more too, but I might save some for when uh, Mario comes back um, because there's, uh, there's some in here that I think he would be better equipped to answer or might have some interesting insight. But the last one I'll bring up because it's something we didn't talk about because it wasn't, you know, technically DC or Marvel. Um, Although it might be under Warner Brothers. But anyway, I digress. Um, John Wick Chapter 4. Um, We got uh, a trailer for John Wick 4. So uh, Eugene says, um, Keanu Reeves revealed the John Wick Chapter 4 teaser trailer at San Diego Comic-Con. What are you most excited about for the fourth John Wick movie? He said, personally, I am very excited to see the epic showdown between Donnie Yen and Keanu Reeves in John Wick Chapter 4. Um, I am also very excited for that. You put Donnie Yen in a movie – um, I'm pretty excited. You put him in a movie where he's going to go toe-to-toe with Keanu Reeves in, a, in, a, in a, a series that I really love and think has some of the best, most fun action and fight scenes going on today. And you have a recipe for the most delicious meal I've ever eaten. So I'm very excited for that too. I mean, I'm just excited to see how they up the ante. I do like this little story they built out about the Assassin's Guild and the Continental and um, just all, all these, these little details. I love seeing Lawrence Fishburne with Keanu Reeves. You know, it's just, it's this movie series is just really, really fun. It's like the Mission Impossible movies for me. I just, I love them. They're great, just like popcorn films, and I go to just be thrilled and wowed. Um, and there was some, like, they were already in the trailer. They had some crazy scene where like Keanu Reeves is like shooting another guy and they're shooting each other at like point blank range. I guess they're blocking with their cool suits. Like their suits have like lining to like block bullets or something like that. Cause it was, it was almost like he was like throwing his like blazer coat out. And I'm like, how is everyone, how are people alive here? Or is everyone missing shots? It was just, I was already like, Oh, it's crazy. Remember the, the knife scene? In John Wick 3, where they're just all hurling knives at each other. And I remember the whole time I was gripping my seat, my feet were off the ground. I was like, ugh, because it was just so tense. Um, that's that's what that little clip in the trailer gave me. So um, I'm, I'm excited for everything. I'm just excited to see like what creative kills they're going to come up with because they seem to do something awesome every film. And it's, uh, it's really, really cool. So really excited to see the Baba Yaga return. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think Eugene... Answered a bunch of questions. Again, there's like one or two here. I do want to save um, for when Mario comes back because I think um, in case we don't get other questions and also just because I think, um, you know, there's some that I think Mario could weigh in on a little better than me. Uh, but thank you so much for sending all those questions in. Thanks, Eugene. You're a great listener. Really appreciate you. All right. Um, lastly, so we, we covered a lot of ground, a lot of DC, a lot of Marvel. Um, lastly, I'm going to close off with some, some video game news, GTA six details were, were revealed. So Jason Schreier, um, you know, games journalist, uh, over at Bloomberg, uh, released a report about the changing culture at rockstar. So over the last two years, after all those reports came out, uh, read redemption 2, that the company was kind of like, you know, like running, run like a little bit like a frat boys club. And, you know, was definitely kind of like derogatory to women and maybe, and maybe, um, you know, um. You know minorities and uh, and uh, I don't know what the word uh, uh, is that I want. Um, uh, I forgot it. I lost my train of thought. But anyway, uh, how how the studio was obviously not um, marginalized people. That's what I wanted to say. Marginalized with the other M word that I wanted. Marginalized. We're getting our brain cells. There a new couple of new ones are growing every day as I remember things. Um, so it was apparently the studio culture was not great. There was a lot of crunch, a lot of burnout on red dead redemption Two, And obviously COVID also had a huge effect on this and slowing it down. But these last two years, they've really spent time um, changing the, the corporate culture and uh, the reports, uh, good, positive things that apparently it's becoming a better place to work. And uh, but, you know, because of a lot of this restructuring and, you know, delays probably related to COVID and work from home and stuff, it has delayed some production on GTA 6. But some cool details uh, did get leaked. Um, so one of the big things we know now is that it will feature um, a female ex uh, protagonist. Um so a female lead for the first time in a GTA game. Um although I did read actually maybe GTA 2 which was one of the old overhead ones may have had like a female playable character. So it's not like but it's I guess it's the first of the 3D games. So um going to have a female lead which is really cool. Um and and Latin latinx Um so that's like you know really cool representation and they're going to be um one part of a pair of like a Bonnie and Clyde type. Uh so like these like I guess like this you know maybe uh, I don't know. I I guess if it's Bonnie and Clyde, I guess there will be like a male counterpart. But yeah, like I guess like a couple, uh, you know, that goes around like robbing stuff. And what we do understand is it looks like it's going to be a return to Vice City um, or, you know, their fictionalized version of Miami. Uh, So we will be starting. The game will start with one city and it will be Miami. Apparently they had bigger um, ideas initially and they wanted to actually... Um, have it include, you know, large swaths of North America and South America. Uh, but it looks like because of some of the delays and just like the way they've been changing, how they develop and everything there. And to avoid crazy crunch, it will be releasing with one area, but it looks like it's going to be something that is constantly updated with new maps, new missions. Um, I also did read a note that, um, it has the most, um, inter interactable interior. I don't know if interactable is the right word or whatever. Interactive, Um, interactable that's a word, right? Sure it is. Someone, someone tell me in the comments Um, that apparently there's a lot more interiors that you can go in and interact with. This is something I've been preaching for a while now, especially now that they have the big consoles. I could go with a much smaller map that's more dense. So the map could be like half the size of the, of the San Andreas map from GTA 5. But if you can go in like all the houses in the suburbs or like go into all the built like an office building ride the elevator up go out to different floors and like do crazy shit there like yeah i want to do like this sounds, it sounds like i'm a sociopath and sick but like i want to do home invasions i want to break into apartments and rob people and it sounds so messed up and um that's why everyone is like video games are bad but you know what i mean like i want like that level of like of like depth uh, to the game it's much more exciting to me than just like going off like large wilderness or like large gaps of just like mountains and crap like that. Like just make the city super dense and just have so many different ways to interact with it. Uh, that's what I'm, I'm looking for in games. Um, uh, I I think that's like where the next step should be. Like that should be the next like thing that everyone is trying to do. Um, maybe shrink the size back down, make things more. And we have faster solid state drives now in the consoles. We can do that. We can actually, I think, load those those environments quick enough to, to have that stuff happen. So, yeah, it looks like Miami and then, yeah, they're going to keep updating the game. They're going to add another area. So this looks like it could be um, like – like almost like I w- I don't want to say it's a live service game. I think it will still be like a single player game. Who knows if they're going to migrate Grand Theft Auto Online into this, and then you can start like loading into different maps. I mean, I have a feeling something like that will eventually happen. But that's cool. They have Miami. Then all of a sudden they add like Liberty City. We have like a chunk of New York to go to, and you could like you know take it, uh, take it national. Um, the other thing uh, that was interesting too is that um, they are going to be. Uh, They're going to try to like – they're going to try not to punch down on marginalized groups and minorities um, as they have previously. And I think they are also aware of the fact that um, these games have always been like a parody of capitalism and America and a satire. But um, the real world has at this point kind of gone beyond satire and parody because it's like a fucking joke of itself at this point. So I think they may try to lean away from that a little bit, not be um, you know, so – attack you know the most vulnerable people and vulnerable people in our society and and leaning into like stereotypes um as the article says here um yeah they're trying they're trying not to to do that anymore and uh yeah i'm just really i'm really curious uh th- th- there's like a date i'm here of like a 2024 like march 2024 i say no way 2025 at the earliest we see this game um but yeah, that, that GTA six it's in development. It's happening. It's going to be, it's going to be something. Um, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty pumped to see how they evolve this series. Um, also oh, don't forget, you know, Dan Hauser, who was like the main writer behind G- like the last couple of GTAs and, um, Red Dead Redemption, Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, he has left the company. So there is like a new regime. There is a new guard at the company. So yeah, this, this, this should be something very, very different. I don't think they could just release bigger, prettier GTA 5 again, especially because we got they've already kept porting this game from it went from the 360 and and, and you know and uh, whatever like the 360 PS4 generation um, I'm sorry, the 360 PS3 generation, then it came out on the Xbox 1 PS4 generation and they are releasing updated versions um, uh, at least of the online Uh, on new platforms too, on uh, Xbox uh, Series X and S, so many fucking letters, and PS5. So that's on like three generations of consoles already. So uh, yeah, that's that's some news, man. GTA 6. So if you're wondering what's going on, when am I getting it? It's definitely a couple years off, but it looks like it'll be something pretty cool and different and hopefully evolve um, quite a bit. I think you know, like I said, like I was saying, they already released the prettier versions of GTA Five, so we can't just have this be an even prettier version. It needs to do something a little different. And I think if that if that rumor is correct about the interiors and like the way that's going to work, there's going to be a lot of uh, new and emergent gameplay opportunity to come out of that and make it a much cooler sandbox uh, style gameplay. All right, folks. So we're we just hit an hour, so we covered all the San Diego Comic Con. There was like I feel like there was also a ton of other news and information that came out related to all the superhero stuff and and more game news and everything. But, uh, I think that's it for, for this one, guys, we did an hour, we got the DC stuff. We covered the Marvel stuff. Um, I hope you are leaving informed. Um, I hope, uh, it, it, it made you think and, and we can now advance some discussion and speculate about all these cool new announcements. And I hope, I hope everybody's happy. Hope everybody's happy. Hope everyone's living well. Um, don't forget, if you have a suggestion for a topic, if you have a question, if you just want to say hi, you can always get to us at thefanboypodcast at gmail.com. You can also catch me at SuperBretcon on Twitter. Um, if you tweet at me, um, I, I, I don't go on Twitter that – I mean I check it every day. I don't tweet that much, but if you tweet at me, I'll very likely see it and very likely respond. Um, You can also get Mario at Superman on film or you can tweet to the show at – I should actually make a banner for this, but it is at – I'm going to do it right now, guys, in real time. At the Fanboy Show is the Twitter handle for the podcast, not the Fanboy Podcast. Unfortunately, that one was not available. So at the Fanboy Show, you tweet right at us there. You can also give us your topics, suggestions, questions, you name it. Um, Thank you so much for being with me this week um and uh hopefully next week um it looks like we i don't want to promise anything i don't want to i don't want to like hold hold him to the flame on this but i think we will have mario back next week and um yeah i'm I'm sure with mario back there will be some things uh that i discussed solo the last couple of weeks that we will retackle so it might be a nice episode just catch up get mario's opinions on some things and um I don't know. I, I imagine this next week might be a little slow with news. You never know, just because we got that big blowout with SDCC last week. But um, sometimes after these all these articles come out, we start getting those little details trickling out, and you know more interviews and, and little little bits and pieces come out that weren't there on the actual show floor. So um, hey, everybody, life is chaos. Be kind. Stay fanboy. Adios.